0: Hey, it's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And it's presented by our friends at CarParts.com. The smarter way to shop for all your vehicle's replacement, collision, maintenance, and repair part needs. Check them out now. CarParts.com. Oh, hey, uh, 90-day return satisfaction guarantee, by the way. 90 days. I marriage does not last that long. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly kidding on that, Bird. I'm slightly <laughs> kidding on that. Um, hey, man. Have you ever just you yourself. How many cars you painted?
1: Just on your own. Well, I got into I got into body work when I first got into cars, right? 16, 17, okay. 18, 19. That, um, and it was all, you know, the grunt, sanding, prepping, Bondo, all that stuff. Um, but I've never sprayed a full car. You know, I've always been around a, a booth where where's the most talented guy that's going to spray it because I just spent however many weeks prepping this thing and I've always been uh-huh. afraid to screw it up. Or, you know, when I've got a little bit more confidence uh, in my spray ability, it's i don't feel like i've got a clean enough space to do it you know like and i I think that's huge is having a place where you know you've got a clean environment so you can get down and lay a a good paint job because man everybody knows how much time goes into prepping and i get i get scared going into that final stage so yeah full-on car paint
0: uh Uh-uh. i haven't done it i gotta tell you man so me and my pops, one of the coolest things my pops ever did, man. I had this 71 Dodge Charger first car. Uh, and I wanted to paint it because it had this ugly blue. Uh, and I wanted to darken it up a little bit, make it look cool, get a cool little stripe on it. So I go get the whole body prep, work, work with my dad on all the knowledge and know-how. Go to spray it. My br- my brother literally armor all his tires right in front of mine on a windy day. Uh, so fish-eyed, one whole side. Yeah. So it took the whole week to get it all prepped again, ready again made sure there was nothing around it and i sprayed it in my dad's garage in lexington kentucky when i was like 17 years old and it actually did i was i i would be proud of that paint job today it turned out great oh, no no uh, way no way yeah. uh-uh. in a in a garage well great as a garage paint job could be but i you know what i'd be proud of it for a first paint job today yeah no for sure uh, Sure. I, I really would man uh and it's all about you know keeping that area clean and one of the guys we have on today it's all about helping people paint right and making sure that finished product is something you're going to be just proud of when you look back everybody likes giving their car the look back and y'all know the look back um but when you do man you're like yeah it's a dime or that thing turned out great or i love the look uh and how it all came together nothing Nothing can blow that up like a like a great paint job and nothing can ruin it like a, a bad paint job. Well, that's
1: the thing, man. It's a win or lose. But, uh, you know, with a little bit of skill, a little bit of time, a little bit of prep, right? In the right conditions, you too can lay down a killer, killer job. And I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of uh, projects on a car that you can do. Uh, like like when you mow your lawn, you look back and you go, well, that looks pretty good. You know, you mow, you got a little of pride and some accomplishment. There is probably no greater, like, turnaround than once you spray a car. You can spend weeks, oh, yeah. months prepping sheet metal, fixing rust, you name it, replacing panels, all the blocking, the sanding, whatever, and it still just looks bleh. You go into that paint booth, and a couple hours later, whew, out rolls this one color, shiny, beautiful thing, and man, that's that's payback right there, yeah. man. Yeah. Few people get it as, as great, I think, as a painter.
0: Amen to that. And one of the first guests we're gonna have on today allows people to paint their cars and gives them that opportunity to do so in a way where you'd never be able to do it if you were to if you had to go buy a full-on paint booth. You know, you you go into a body collision shop, and you know, those guys are paying you know fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars for those things. Uh, it's it's crazy what it costs. It's crazy what it costs. get a car painted nowadays bro you know I had the fire at my house they gave me an estimate of my Cadillac CTSV $29,000 for the paint job and it's like oh my god you're looking at crazy amounts of money now to paint your car but what if you could do it just as clean just as righteous and you got to keep the paint booth shut up that's what i'm talking about we'll have our boy tom williams from mobile environmental solutions on with us in just a minute we have a quick break it's two guys ride podcast he's kevin bird i am willie b we're back in just a minute It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast, he is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, it's presented by CarParts.com. You know, I'm telling you, if you have not checked out their mobile experience, CarParts.com, the mobile app, dude, it's designed with the driver and the vehicle in mind, it's got a little vehicle selector, I love this part, you just enter, guess what, guess what, man? Guess what? You're Make you enter, model right? year. You're making yep. model, come on,
1: <laughs> you're making model for 50 bucks. And then shop away, man, shop away. Yeah, huge savings, and and they came out just the right time in the market. We're also used to ordering online, having things just delivered to our door. That's it. Bink bink. Boop. Yeah, there it is. We get lazy. Yeah, we get lazy.
0: Well, think about this, Kev. If you could walk out back to your shop, right, and in the corner of your shop, there's this. I don't know. There's a big white. Um, not sure quite what it is until you roll the pallet out and start kind of undoing it. and All of a sudden, you see. Well, my goodness, that looks to be a a paint booth what? and it's there rolling and ready to roll in like literally like five minutes. That's how long it no, takes to close things up. Not a it paint booth. Set. It, it's amazing. Their boy Tom Williams with mobile environmental solutions came up with the idea years ago and I believe it was from bedliner,
3: right? You were doing
0: some bedliner
3: stuff, right? That's it. We're doing, we're doing mobile sprint bedliners for the dealerships. Cause basically, I mean, think about it. You go buy a truck and you have to bring it back and schedule an appointment because you want the bedliner to be rolled into financing. And they got to go send a truck out, and it's gone for a day, and everything else. Where we set it up, to where the customer's truck never leaves a dealership. With that being done, and spraying a high pressure, high temp, uh, you know, a quality spray and bed liner, we had to have a way to contain the overspray, and that's what originally started it. And then it just went so much further, and actually had to break away at a separate company to start the the spray boost.
0: So the spray booths use air movers. I mean, the things are up in no time flat. But a lot of people are shocked. A lot of big-time painters can't believe how much how much air you move. It's a positive pressure booth. So when you zip up, you feel this push, burst, and you guys are moving airs. Everything about the architect of this, this paint booth is designed to be really easy, from the filters and how you move it and and get that done to, to being able to replace them. I mean, the whole thing is just slick, man.
3: I appreciate it. It's It's real simple. We try to keep it, you know, not to – to over engineer it and a lot of people look at it and go why didn't I think of that or there's nothing to it uh, reality is it took us two years to get it where it is today or you know to get it there multiple different blowers multiple different you know testing the cross flow design where to put the inlet inlet filters where to put the exhaust and really get it dialed in but the last six seven years it's just been looking in terror looking in the rearview mirror it's been good
1: oh well, it's brilliant I, I do the same thing we've got them on the show we've used it so many times and it's amazing and I think why didn't I think of that? Because it is so awesome. I mean, th- if you think about uh, a shop that's painting every day, yeah, maybe you want to drop 60, 70 K. You got a full legit, you know, space you're taking up all the time to paint, but you know, a lot of shops, uh, you know, whether it's the individual guy or just a shop, they're painting cars, you know, every other week, whatever. They need a paint booth, uh, but they don't want to invest that much money. They don't want to take that much space. So to be able to deflate it, roll it up put on a little pallet, stick it in the corner Uh, but as soon as you need to spray stuff it's up and ready it's super clean it does everything you want a paint booth to do it's even got windows all the way around so you get all this ambient light so it's a great working space Uh, but the key is it's super clean so you can get a perfect paint job but you can get it out of your way you can use that same space in your parking lot maybe inside your building if you want to set it up in there exhaust it out wherever and then it's gone you can use that same space to build prep put a car back together fab whatever right
0: yeah, and I guarantee, man, when you have a clean environment to paint in, you're going to have naturally just a just a better, better paint job all the way around. That's a killer of, of paint jobs is, you know, having dirt, debris, stuff flying around in the air, uh, and you're just not paying attention. This is a great way to get an awesome paint job, you know, the same that you would out of, you know, the, the, the collision repair shop down the road that paid 70 grand for theirs, and you some friends because i don't know about you kevin but all my friends are car guys people i hang out invite over my house to car guys i go hang out at car guy's house i try to make my wife car guy related and she's not really into that but honestly if you have four five six friends i mean that's a smart move to go in buy one of these keep it at one of your shops and talk about a little side hustle making money on the side and how cool that would be to have you your friends or have a communal paint booth like hey man well, I'm going to paint the car, man. I'm using the booth for the next couple of weeks and I'll go in and, you know, do it together. It's smart, man. And affordable.
1: Yeah. It's definitely been a dream of mine for my whole life is to have a paint booth. Right. Uh, and, and everywhere I've moved, it's like, I don't have, I don't have space. I have only so much room in my shop or only so much room in my yard to have another paint booth or have a dedicated space like that. But this is something that, you know, for me could fulfill that dream.
0: And Tom builds them. How many sizes you got now? You got all kinds, right?
3: 28 different standard sizes. And then we can custom build whatever you need. Like right now we're we're doing a build right now for a guy that he wants to build to have a prep area right next to his paint booth. So it'll be a a dual room uh, unit. One unit that turns around and preps, sands, does everything there, then turns around and pulls the car out and moves it right next door and has a paint deal. I mean, you talk about a, a, basically a portable body shop.
0: That's incredible, man. And I'm telling you, you're going to find out in just a minute. Our next guest is all about how to get that car, how to get that ride ready to paint, uh, as well as that that area. And you really have provided a, a panacea for that. For people that can't, say, afford uh, a paint booth, you give them options and friends options to really turn into a side hustle. Uh, have a great, you know, just when you're throwing paint, Kev, you seen this. How many times you have debris in the air in the shop or garage? come in and you know get in the clear <laughs> or you how know, many
1: times oh if you don't have the right environment every time <laughs> yeah <laughs> there is no clean air anywhere unless you filter it out like it's just the bottom line yeah you know and, and this place does rattle canning, it. canning or not you know whether you're full on you know with a sprayer or you're rattle canning like it doesn't matter what you got it's gonna get dirt and debris on it you know and tom
0: before we get out of here don't you use and utilize parts that people can go get when they need to get newer parts for it, or filters, or whatever, just at like Home
3: Depot? We we use a standard paint pocket filter. I mean, we have it on our on our website, but it's a, okay. It's a, it's the same ninety nine percent capacity exhaust filter that uh, the EPA requires, and then you can see it in it. You know, it's a permanent style paint booth.
0: Yeah, man. So the same thing they're using positive pressure makes them in all kinds of sizes custom if you need something like that but it's a great way to literally pack a paint booth in the corner of your shop roll it out when you're ready man put the fit and finish and the bling on it and you know change the color every couple of months if you want who cares if you have a paint booth like that
1: why not hey willie yeah you know what i'm gonna ask santa for next year
0: paint booth
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> my man tom where do people find you bro www.MobileEnvironmentalSolutions.com
0: Mobileenvironmentalsolutions.com. Go see some of the crazy, awesome things that they painted in his booth. MobileEnvironmentalSolutions.com Hey, Matt, love, Tom. We appreciate it. Keep on doing great things, bro.
3: Absolutely. Thanks, guys.
0: Alright, MobileEnvironmentalSolutions.com Hey, coming up, we got a break now but when we come back, how about prepping that car and making it ready? I mean, is it just a matter of, you know, hit it with some 420 and you're done? You're good to go after that, right, Bird? It's as easy as that.
1: (laughs) At the time, it might feel right, but yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's going to look like that too, but a guy is going to open up his bags of tricks and help all of us be better at painting. More on that after the break. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast Kevin Bird and Willie B. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast, presented by CarParts.com. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B., and we have Raymond Harrison on with us today. Now, Raymond has been a long time buddy. I got a funny story. We painted a car on a weekend because my dog chased a bird, and that's the honest-to-God truth, Kev. Um, I had a bird trapped in my garage. I had my matte black Corvette. At the time, it was about 900 horsepower. I was getting ready to do a car show. And my dog stayed in the garage that night and chased that bird all night. And guess where he went? All over my oh, Corvette. Oh no! Yes, oh. and had a big car show, a debut. Um, at the at the oh. time, that car held a world record for stock bottom end horsepower. Anyway, Raymond and I tackled it mostly Raymond at the time, uh, and we blew that car back to its matte black finish in, in a weekend. And that's why I really understood um a little bit about raymond he's a great teacher when it comes to how to get your car ready to paint a lot of people they just miss the boat there's so many things they don't do forget about you know don't
1: know about oh man oh. so many steps well like you were talking about uh, your brother was putting some armor on the tires you know first first car i painted uh you know let my buddy spray it he he was you know full-time body shop guy but i was the kid you know i did all the work all the grunt spent forever stripping it down same thing, got it all prepped up, put it in the booth, sprayed it, fish eye everywhere. Oh, yeah, now it turns out it was a you know, some kind of chemical problem from the the paint company. You know, they gave me new paint, but I had to go and restrip everything down again. Yeah. Like it is just brutal. The same thing. Anything can cause fish eye, debris, you know, problems. Uh, there is so many steps, like you said, and if you miss one it's oh, disastrous. Well, that's why we have Raymond
0: oh. Harrison on. And Raymond, man, it, you know, I love flipping through channels on Saturday. You know, a lot of times I catch this great show called Two Guys Garage. I love those guys, by the way. My uh, favorite. King's those hits those fashion, guys rock. At least one of them. Um, but I always get surprised because, dude, every time I turn on TV, you're painting on some TV show. Um, are you the guy they always call to clean up messes? What's the deal with that?
2: Well, uh, no, not really. I, I do get clean, called to clean up quite a few messes, but um, – you know, I, I got a little bit of knowledge, so uh, people seek me out and ask for my help.
0: Well, you know, give some people some help. What are people when you're thinking about? You know, we're talking about fish eyes and. They've cursed any painter at some point. <laughs> uh, what are common steps that people miss? And let's just go, you know, let's go on the lines of, say, you can't afford a you know an honest paint booth or don't work at a collision shop, don't have access to a $70,000 paint booth. You might be fortunate enough to have a few thousand dollars in your pocket and grab yourself one of those mobile environmental solutions, um, you know, blow-up type paint booths that I think are really good. Um, but what if, you know, what if you're a weekend warrior and you got this righteous ride but you're a budget busting fool and you can't you know you can't do anything but paint it right there do you have some things that could help out the average joe when it comes to making sure that ride of his turns out the way he wants
2: well you know you've you've hit on a couple of things already to fish eyes the environmental aspect of it Uh, it's it gets every one of us i mean i've had it happen to me uh i actually painted a vehicle next to a chinese restaurant and when they fired up the they fired up the uh the grills it fish out all down the side of it it was a it was a, a tri-stage monte carlo it was a gorgeous color but once that oh. happened it was all over with <laughs>
1: uh who would have thought you'd get taken out by a chinese restaurant next door you know that's how sensitive hey, a bucket scoop gets you know? every
0: time <laughs> hate, right? hating. Um,
1: that's the poo-poo platter right there man that's what hey
0: so raymond well, What about people that are, you know, obviously they need to look out for things like that. What's something you would tell them to address? Is it adhesion? Is it a tack cloth? Is it, you know, making sure the car is wiped down? And and what about that final wipe down? Where do you do it? You do that while you're in the paint booth. Kind of walk us through where you would go if it was your car and you had these kind of options in front of you.
2: Well, with me, I always pressure wash before it ever go, goes into the shop to do anything to it. Anyway, try and get all the whatever's on it off. Uh, you know, you don't want you don't want to pull one in and and just wipe it down and and somebody's armor all the tires or underneath the. Yeah, you know, a lot of people put dressing on their engine bay, you know, on the hoses and stuff. If you miss that, the whole paint job's gonna get ruined. So yeah, you just gotta do a thorough cleaning before you ever bring it into your shop. And once it's in, I always. Tell everybody, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. Clean, clean, clean. I always clean a car at least three times. And I, I'll take it through steps of prep saw, then a water based. And sometimes I just used uh, alcohol just to kill the static on it, which helps with, you know, getting hairs and fine stuff. It kind of kills the static in the air and keeps that aspect from biting you in the butt, too. So.
0: What, what kind of alcohol? Like, you know, Jose Cuervo, Jameson, what, what, are you, what are you putting on it?
2: Well, you can use both those, but uh, <laughs> no, I use denatured alcohol. Um, you know, okay. you, you can get it at Home Depot or anywhere else that sells it for fuel. It says denatured alcohol. It says fuel on it. But I cut it 70% to 30% distilled water. Works great for uh, killing static on like plastic parts and stuff like that where you don't want to use – a cleaner that, that's a solvent-based because they create static, and that can create a whole nother issue for you. Uh, but, yeah, it just, it just thoroughly cleans your entire panel. And that's, that's my last step before I go to my tack rag.
0: Okay, so it's clean everything with denatured alcohol after you cut it, and then you go to a tack rag, uh, wipe down the whole car, and then what happens after that?
2: Well, after that, I'll go around it one more time, blow it down, pack it again and uh, just make sure, look at every bit of it and make sure I didn't put any type of smudge from my tack rag or something like that onto it and just get ready to rock and roll. It's time for paint at that point, baby.
0: <laughs> now, when you're thinking about material to to, to you know that you're going to put the paint on, do people mess up when it comes to certain fillers, certain primers? Like, what about that? Should people be aware of and kind of know uh, when they're thinking about what's going to react with the paint or what might kind of you know chemical reaction might occur?
2: Well, that can happen. Fortunately, if uh, most people do a little bit more homework, and you know we have the wonders of YouTube and stuff now, and people do research it a lot more than they used to. Uh, but if you stick with with a certain product throughout, then you should be safe. I mean, yes, you can use a cheaper primer and go over top of it with a with a decent sealer and base coat, clear coat, stuff like that. Uh, but if especially if you're if you're on a budget, which I know we're discussing all about budgets right now. Uh, but to me, the ones you don't want to skimp on are your fillers and your primers because your fillers. Your cheaper fillers will bleed if you're not careful, and your cheaper primers will allow that filler to bleed through. And I know you've seen it from some of the old school hot rods that have lacquer on them. You'll see that big orange ring in it where somebody's done filler work, and that's the peroxide out of the filler bleeding all the way through. So, So,
1: where is there room to cut corners? (laughs) Uh, you, know? Well,
0: you know, I don't think people mind Not cutting corners if it's the right thing So you're right, make sure you spend Before you get off that, well, what is the right Filler and the right primer In your opinion, before we ask where you could Save on on other options
2: Well, uh, most of your Fillers are pretty Middle of the road, I, I use Rage Gold, but you know, that's just $70 a gallon, that's just because of the Cars I work on, I require The best to put on my stuff so uh and it's made by Evercoat and they, of course they have some middle of the rows that are thirty, forty bucks. Shoe has a good one. Um I just wouldn't go with something that's super cheap, kind of like looks like a knockoff that's you know, twelve dollars a gallon because it's gonna bite you. Uh, and that stuff's still out there. But
0: hey, there, you they, can buy Bondo at Walmart. That's no joke.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can you can buy a Bondo at Walmart and a a lot of people do and you know, um Unfortunately, if, if you over harden that, then it will bleed right through on you, just like I was discussing. That's, yeah, I wasn't, go- I wasn't gonna mention that brand name. <laughs> um, but,
0: all right, so you like Rage Gold from Evercode. Now, what about primers? When do you go with the you know, kind of a best primer? What's in your opinion a better primer? I'll
2: just go with one I'm working on right now. I'm working on a Cobra, and everything I'm going with is House of Colors, so you know one quart of my primer is $115, uh, you know, and, and that gets to where, you know, you don't want to spend three, $400 for, for primer for a budget build. But you can also go to, uh, like we discussed in the last uh, one we had, uh, you can go to Napa, they have Martin Sr., which is Sherman Williams. That's a great alternative for somebody to do it yourself. Uh, a lot of places online, TCP Global, they have a good line. So, uh, you know, it's just a matter of shopping and and seeing what's out there. But as long as it's a 2K primer, then you should be relatively safe. Uh, The only difference between a cheaper one and a more expensive primer are the, the, you know, the talc and how slick they go on and how smooth they, they cut and everything. When you go to wet sanding, a lot of them will, you know, with the cheaper fillers in them, it's like, You'll wear your arms out trying to block something. But if you got, say, the House of Color or Euro Prime or one of those, you can cut half a car with one piece of sandpaper. That's just the difference between. Pays off you gonna time. kill yourself.
0: <laughs> and then what about after you get the primer yeah. laid down, what do you use to find low spots? Some people just take a, you know, a black paint and, you know, kind of mist it and dust it on. But that's not doing them a real justice, is it?
2: No, no, that's old school technology, and it used to work with lacquer. Uh, when we had lacquer primers, then that paint would actually kind of etch into the lacquer. Because uh, lacquer really never dries. Lacquer, can, it, it continually dries until it cracks, basically. There's no activator in it. So that would work for that stuff. But with today's, you need, I, like we discussed last time, I use a dry guide coat powder. Um, it goes on, it looks like graphite, like, you know, pencil shavings, and you just rub that on there and it really, it really bonds into your primer and it shows every single little flaw that's in there, even down to if there's a pinhole that you cannot see, it's going to show it.
1: And it's a dry coat powder. Huh. I haven't used that before.
3: Yeah. yeah uh,
1: so, uh, do you just scoop it out with your hand, with a scoop? Do you throw it on the car? How do you... <laughs> How do you get it it, on, it
2: comes with a sponge um and you just put it on in a circular motion using the sponge you just kind of flip it over and let a little bit get on the sponge and just
0: rub it on there like
2: like like you're waxing a car basically it's kind of like the same type of sponge um, but it, it really penetrates into your primer and really shows you where you need to do some work because i promise you once you try a dried uh, geico you'll see everything and it's like oh god <laughs>
1: oh, that's nice that's all cool. right and it's okay uh because it'll you know whatever it'll bond in or etch in or fill in cracks it's okay to to leave it in there moving forward do you got to you know blow it out uh wipe it out well, uh, solvent it out we're sanding it out hopefully
2: yeah you want to sand it to it's gone and even even though it's a dry powder, you can wet sand all day long, and water will run ac- across this stuff and not wash it off. You have to sand it off. Okay. So it shows you every imperfection. So you want to make sure it's all gone before you move on to your next step.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: it's like glitter for those girls that dance at in in, in, in you know at the gentlemen's places. Uh, it's it's like that for the car. Uh, it shows absolutely everything tough to get off, but you definitely want it off. Uh, and then, obviously, that's going to make the car, you know, it shows every single imperfection. That's going to make everything in that car just tighten up significantly. Now, what else do you have as far as tips or tricks that may, I don't know, may be good for people out there throwing down a paid job, um, you know, in their own shop?
2: Oh, man, just take your time with it. Have fun with it. That's the main thing. When I first got into this, I wasn't even – driving yet I, I was doing paint body work at 13 i couldn't even drive a car yet so but i i just enjoyed the work and and seeing the results of it and that's the main thing is you know just have fun with it uh read your products make sure you know what you're getting yourself into because you know a lot of us guys we just look at pictures we don't look at directions and i've had so many people call me and say well my Base coat went on too thin. Well, you you did you read the directions because it says two to one and you did one to one. Now it's too thin and now it's just gonna run off in the floor. So, uh, pay attention to your ratios. Right.
0: <laughs> what about what about on the actual compressor itself? What is something people always forget or is flawed when you're thinking about their compressor?
2: Uh, not having a big enough one, and the main thing is having uh, your air clean coming to your car because there again. Fish eyes, you got to have a good filtration system before it it gets to the hose that you're going to use to to spray your vehicle with. Um, I recommend you go, if you're just doing it at home, you can get away with the six horsepower, 80 gallon tank. It would be more than enough to to do what you got to do. But the filtration system, you better spend some money and get some filters on there that can do the job. Um, I have desiccant beads on mine uh mine's a develop setup that has two two cylinders are full of two pounds of desiccant beads and basically all they do is is they pull moisture into themselves and pulls every bit of moisture or dirt debris away from the air so you definitely better have something to to make sure you're clean coming out to the gun and we talked about this last time when when you're tacking off the car and everything, make sure you tack off your hoses and everything else because a lot of people, they'll just, and it kills me to see painters drop a hose in, in the middle of the paint booth floor and not hang it up in between you know coats or whatnot. They'll just drop it. All the overspray and all the dirt is now on that hose. So that, that's a pet peeve of mine. Just I always make sure the hose is cleaned and tacked off before I ever start too.
1: That's a good tip. Now what should someone expect to have to spend on um the the air quality coming out of the compressor
2: oh man you you can get crazy with it if you want to you can spend you can have a dryer system on there that can spend a few thousand uh the the desk beads you can do one filter with a smaller filter and you're still going to look at a few hundred dollars but uh to really get it good and clean you're looking at between three and six hundred for a good system
1: oh man
0: yeah But worth it when you're looking at that car. (laughs) Absolutely worth it. Small price to pay.
2: If you think about it this way, those one set of fish eyes, how much did that just cost you in materials versus (sighs) what those filters would have cost you?
1: Absolutely, man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey and before we let you go what about you know some other things on the car or the environment like what's a good way to keep that environment clean how do you recommend somebody uh, you know tacking down the hose and cleaning that off was a good idea uh what about the area that they're actually going to be spraying in
2: well you know that's a that's a catch-22 of where you're at now if you have a mobile paint booth like a gentleman was on earlier then you're you're in great shape but if you're in your garage or something like that, and that's where you know a lot of this goes on. Uh, just make sure you clean it out real well. Blow out, blow all the walls down. Wet the floor. Let it sit overnight. Don't re-wet it before you go in there because we all know what's going to happen. You're going to flip the hose up into the side of a freshly painted car with water on it, and then yeah. <laughs> you're going to run yeah. the car. Yeah. Uh car. But you know, just make sure you you kind of set yourself up, even if you have to grab some air-conditioning filters and build you a little box to put in your door and then put a fan opposite side to get you a little bit of a cross A
0: little box food, yeah. Uh,
2: that would be ideal. That beats not having anything. So, you know, and I've, I've, I've done it. I've seen a lot of people do it. I mean, you can build a little filter box and, and throw a couple fans and, and you're good to go. I mean, it's not a permanent solution, but it'll get your car done and it'll get you a decent job as long as you clean your garage up Mosquitoes and gnats are attracted to (laughs) isocyanate. Isocyanate is what kicks off your clears and your single stages. That's your hardener. That's basically the poison that, you know, that will kill us. It causes cancer and all that fun stuff. But they love it. It's like crack to them. So as soon as you pull the trigger, they're coming to it. And you might turn the light off and walk out and think you have a pristine job. Come in and in next day and have 300 of them jokers all over your car stuck my suggestion is if you're going to do a garage one make sure do it early morning after you know right after the sun comes up the dust kind of the dew kind of settles that's freaking ideal for painting um as long as it's not pouring rain and you don't get a ton of moisture but um Aside from that, I
0: mean... Obviously, I mean, you know, having a paint booth you go to is optimal. Having a mobile paint booth is fantastic. But there have been people that need to do something, you know, more affordable. And if you're going to do something, obviously, you're going to want it to... uh to be the best result possible. and there's some tricks that will help you do it. So, hey, Raven, always a pleasure, man. We always learn something from you every time we talk to you. Um, we appreciate it. Raymond Harrison, hey, where do people find you uh, socially? Where are you at? Where can people see some of the crazy paint stuff you're doing? Uh,
2: my website is thinredlinepaintspecialist.com. And I'm on thinredlinepaintspecialist.
0: Thin Red Line Paint Specialist.
2: And I'm on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So the same name.
0: Okay. Thin red line paint specialist, Raymond Harrison. Thanks for your time, bro. Always a pleasure. Hey, and don't forget about our show. Kevin, do you like
1: when we paint cars on the show? Oh, I love it, man. Like I said, that's where I started, you know, but I just got into motors. I got into fab and metal and kind of lost track of it and uh, always meant to come, you know, full circle, right? And uh, get a space, but just haven't had enough garage ever to do metal, this, that, and paint. So, I love it when we do it on the show, man. It's a good time.
0: Yeah, man. It is a blast. So a couple ways, um, you know, Weekend Warrior style. If, you, if you, you can't afford the other routes, at least do it clean. And, you know, I'm sure you'll be happy as hell with it. <laughs> uh, hey, don't forget about our show, and Weekend's On the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Always a great way to find us. Thanks to our guest, Tom, and our boy, Raymond. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, a producer of Scoop, and our executive producer,
1: Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us on social, man. We're everywhere at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Guys Garage. Now, Two Guys Garage Podcast is a copyright 2021 Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. So, hey, man, have you ever seen somebody paint a car, and then they
0: tell you they painted it in their garage or something like that, and you're blown away at how clean it turned out? Because I do see those Huge. on occasion.
1: Occasionally, like usually you, someone goes, "Hey, I painted this in my car, and I'm and I'm ready to go." Awesome, dude! And you walk up and you go, "Ooh, you did paint that in your garage, right?" I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. there, there are definitely those, but on occasion,
0: man, I got a couple old-schooly hot rod guys, man. It, it's just oh, a, without a doubt. Oh man,
1: you get a guy that knows what he's doing, yeah, and you can you can bust out something real nice, but yeah, it's good. But yeah, it takes hey. all the tips that Raymond just dropped, yeah, and a whole bunch more. <laughs> then you come out. Looking shiny and spiffy exactly. and like a man. There you
0: go. All right, well, look, we'll catch you guys on the next Two Guys Garage
1: podcast. Take care. See you guys.
0: Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.